We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN, follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN, or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at principalpln.com. Buddy, uh, welcome to the Principal PLN podcast with uh, Teresa Stagger, Jessica Johnson, and our guest today is Todd Nessaloni, a.k.a. Tech Ninja Todd. How's everybody doing today? Fantastic. How about you, Ninja? I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful. Uh, hot here in Texas, but good. I, I will just have to say, if you're not watching the video right now uh, and you're just listening in your car, I just want to describe uh, Todd for a second. He's uh, sitting against a, a school, a brick wall, uh, in the hot desert of uh, heat of, of Texas. Texas. That's right. In August, sharing his time uh, with us when he... Um, it has a bunch of different things going on in his new school, which we're all going to talk about today. So he's really given up a lot, and hes I think he's sitting on the ground, too, Teresa. I am. <laughs> and I have my name tag on to prove that I'm at a training. Yeah. <laughs> or just to prove that you know who you are. Exactly, that too. Yeah. Such a, such a dedicated um, educator. Um, so, Todd, just tell us, uh, for those uh, who may not know uh, about you and the, and the awesome things that you're doing, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a second-year principal um, working in Navasota, Texas, which is about an hour west of Houston. Um, and I also do some traveling and speaking um, with some different things that I do dealing with technology or campus and school culture. Um, and, yeah, that's me. Awesome. Yeah, we also had... Uh, Todd on the show. We'll put that in the show notes, but we talked with him uh, just a few weeks after he uh, announced to everyone that he was going to be making the jump from the classroom to uh, the principal's office, and that was a very 
uh, excellent podcast uh, that, that he helped us out with. And uh, so now we're catching up with him uh, before his, his next venture. Mm-hmm. But Teresa got a chance to spend some time with him this summer. Uh, he was blessed. <laughs> What's he like in person? He's Teresa. exactly the same as he is right now in person. <laughs> 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 we had a lot of fun this summer. We yes, we, we got did. to hang out hang out at NAESP, um, and uh, we became like instant BFFs. And yep. uh, so we we went to Chicago two weeks later, and you know just we're being thank God for Jason Markey and his wonderful school, and and we were just making trouble there too, and <laughs> with Brad Gustafson and Melinda Miller and. It was a it was a really good time, but we had a ton of fun hanging out, and um, you know it's nice to have someone who, for me, who is kind of in the same um, time frame that I am with being a principal, because I've been a principal only a year longer than Todd, and so we're kind of going through some of the same struggles right now, right. and that's nice to have you know someone else to talk to you about that because I can always reach out to my PLN to say, you know, tell me this is going to get better or what would you do in this situation? But it's nice, it's it's really been helpful for me to have Todd to say, you know, I, you know, we had a conversation a little bit ago just talking about how, how you know, it kind of stinks to look around what's going on on Twitter and see all the cool things that everybody's doing and we're like, we just can't get there yet, you know, because we've, <laughs> it's been two years in or three years in, like I'm just, I'm not there. And so that's, it's a struggle that I think a lot of times we don't think about, you know, but it's been nice to have somebody to have that, have those conversations with that's in the same place you are at the same time. I agree. Well, Todd, um, you know, going back to that uh, podcast that we did when you had just got your, your first principal uh, ship, like we were really excited because it was a cool thing. A lot of our listeners are, are aspiring administrators, so uh, you gave a lot of good um, tips and techniques on you know how to make that jump, why you made it, and um, and then we all followed you you know throughout that first year. And I, I said to uh, Teresa and uh, Jessica after I read your blog, Head Hell High, I'm like we got to get him back on because I read that. I probably tried to respond to you, uh, comment on your blog, seven different times because the things that you talked about in there. Um, really struck a chord um, and I think should struck, strike a chord with uh, administrators you know throughout uh, the US right now because you know there's this whole thing you know between education reform assessment results and then there's this thing called innovation and 21st century learning and uh, we all watched you for a year go down that line and 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 it Probably was a bit of a tightrope because we learned from you on Twitter. We learned from you in your your um, you know your through your blog and and through your presentations. And then to know that you know you are up against these same type of things that are plaguing us all. So right. I was like so excited when you're like, yeah, sure, I can get let's let's get right on it. So thanks, you know. Um, so can you let's take a like a little walk through um, and. Because when I look at what you did for your first year, I mean, it, it really is uh, amazing what you were able to accomplish. And we were chatting a little bit before the show, and it was like, I remember this time last year, you were blogging about the, the retreat you went on and, and the opening and all the cool stuff. Take us a little bit through, like, what was your first year like? 
So I, I've, I've been asked that quite a bit about what my first year was like, and I've, I've been saying, you know, it was by far the hardest year of my entire career, um, but also at the same time the best year of my career. Um, I'm one that really believes in, in change and pushing yourself, and if, if you're uncomfortable, that means you're growing, and I think I did a lot of growing this year. Um, I, I, honestly, when I look back at the year, every single thing that could have gone wrong, that we would have even dreamed of going wrong, went wrong this year. Um, and it added so many other layers of difficulty to the year. But at the same time, it brought our staff closer together. It made us work harder. It made me a better leader, a better teacher, um, a better person with understanding others' needs. Um, there's a lot of things I did wrong. <laughs> I, I learned that. And that, that was probably the hardest thing for me was because I had really gotten my groove down in teaching. And I knew what I was doing. And I was rocking and rolling. And I just felt so good about it. And then when I went into administration, it was like, boom, mistake, mistake, mistake. And there were things that I was doing great and that, that, we, were, that we were making really good headway on too. But it was all those, wow, I'm not used to making this many mistakes in a school year because I'd had my old position down pat. Um, but uh, it, it, was, it was an exceptional year, and there's so many things that went well and so many things that we did right. Um, and so we just continually try to um, learn from the struggles, but also make sure that we don't let the struggles be the only thing that we see. You know, it's interesting that you said, you know, how many mistakes that you made. And, and, and oftentimes I think, and we, we talk about this a lot, like it, it's a it's – a, fine line between you know blogging about all the different things that are going wrong and all the different things that are going right and I think if we're being truly reflective you know when you can admit that it's awesome but to be honest with you I think most of us who follow you and interact with you found that you did a whole heck of a lot of things right <laughs> very <laughs> awesome like you know like a lot of us are very envious of the things that you were able to do and I think in such a short time well, I really appreciate that. I think it's one of those things that when you're in your own world and in your own community, you don't see it as anything that different or that big of a deal. You're just putting your nose down to the grindstone and getting it done and doing whatever you can. And so when you hear other people are like, oh, that was awesome, it's kind of like, oh, okay, thanks. That, uh, that makes me feel like I'm doing I'm, – because I think you can forget that we're doing – that there are so many things that any of us as teachers are even doing right. And I would think about that, and this is kind of one of the things Teresa and I talked about, is especially when you're a connected educator and even a connected leader, you see so many great things and you hear so many great things that sometimes it makes you doubt the things that you're doing because you're looking at it through such a small lens of how it compares to you and your school. Um, and so I have to continually tell myself that, you know what, as long as my focus is on what's doing best for these kids and focusing on making them and my staff as best as we can be, um, I just got to keep working away at that. That's powerful. So, um, when when you take a look at, at your blog post, and if, if you guys haven't uh, read that, it's you got to go to Todd's uh, blog, which is uh, toddnesaloni.com, and it's um, called Head Held High. Um, why don't you take us through? You know, we may even do some backwards design here. So, take us through. You, you know that what you know, that, that blog post and that, that yeah. feeling that you went through. And then maybe we can also kind of tease this out a little bit and see, like, what, where where are we going in education when, in all honesty, I think you did a lot of awesome things for your kids and your right. community there. 
Well, so um, for those of you that don't know the story, my school was one that was reconstituted, and that's why I was hired. I came in with an all-new staff. We came gung-ho, ready to go. Um, I had 17 teachers, only one of which had taught the grade level they were currently in, um, but they were all passionate. They loved kids. We were ready to hit the ground running. Um, we did some exceptional things. We brought in Olympic athletes. We worked with some of the top organizations in the country, um, people like Aaron Klein, Greg Smedley, Tom Murray, Angela Myers all helped us and took part and came down and did different things. Um, we really put forth every single thing that I felt like we could. Um, and then we got our accountability ratings um, a couple weeks ago. And the, my district as a whole, every campus except for the high school was a struggling campus, identified as a struggling campus last year. Um, and when we got our accountability ratings, we went campus by campus in our principals meeting and we talked about each campus and each campus was getting celebrated for meeting three out of the four indexes, which is what the goal is. And so it was celebration after celebration and then you're off the list and you're off the list and then we get to intermediate <laughs> and we met one of our, th of our four indexes and it was incredibly... Um, I guess the best word I can use is humiliating for me um, because sometimes when you're a boundary pusher or when you are doing these different things and getting some attention for some of the things that you're doing, there's a lot of judgment placed upon you by the uh, other people you work with or the community or the school board. And when those things don't plan out, it's an easy time to jump all over that and say, well, clearly you don't know what you're doing or clearly your stuff wasn't right because all those scores weren't there. Now, we brought up almost all of our scores, but sometimes we just didn't bring them up enough, and one or two dropped two or three points, things like that, and I was really um, brought down and really devastated um, by the fact that we didn't meet our indexes, and that was my whole goal. Um, and I went home, and, and I just I was, I was extremely upset. And I'm in a Voxer group with Ben Gilpin and Brad Gustafson. And they're like my brothers, and they're who, I, who I've been like the last two years. I mean, we talk every single day about principal stuff and personal stuff. And, and I just reached out to them, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I said, I feel like the worst principal ever. Like, I'm a loser. I'm a failure. Clearly, I didn't get this right. Maybe this isn't the career that's supposed to be for me, because obviously I didn't have the growth that I was supposed to have. And both of them kind of laid some honesty <laughs> and uh, were kind of blunt with me, um, but it was one of those things of I needed a moment to reevaluate and look and say, look at all we did right. The testing scores is a one-day glance into an entire year, and, and it's, it's that one thing, and, and you got to look at it as a piece of the puzzle, not the whole puzzle, and, and I, it made sense to me, and then Ben reached out to me privately, and Ben said, I want you to blog about this. He said, I want you to share your story. I want you to share your frustration. I want you to share what you've learned. He said, because people need to hear that. They need to see people who've had success and see how, how those test scores can make somebody doubt what they are capable of just because of one standardized exam. And so I, I put the post out there, and I had Ben read it before I posted. He said, it's perfect. Post it just the way it is. It's honest. It's, it's real. Um, and so I put it out there, and you're right. It gained a lot of traction, got a lot of action. Um, a lot of conversations were started by it. Um, but it also was able to help me put into perspective of the fact that, yeah, there's still work that needs to be done. That test plays an important part. It is a piece, but that's all it is, is a piece of the puzzle. And, and for me, having some of that reevaluation to really understand that and know that we did so many things right and that test doesn't say that we did everything wrong. There's things we need to get better on still, um, but that's all it is, is a growing process. You know, Todd, um, I actually was just having the same conversation with 
some of our connected educator friends the other day about um, the last couple of weeks have hit me really hard with changes that are going on in our building and things that are happening around here. And I had that same conversation. It was like, maybe this is not where I'm supposed to be. Maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe blah, 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 blah. You know, you just go through that constant negativity. And I know Spike and I have talked about this too. And I know that I've talked to you about it, Todd. And I think that, you know, part of being a connected educator can sometimes it can sometimes do that to us too because just like we spoke earlier you know you see so many of the good things and it can make you really question it and so then when you're already questioning it and then you know there are other things going on that are happening it really just it's tough it weighs you down yeah. it makes you really second guess things but part of that being connected too is is making sure to reach out to people and say help me understand you know help, put this into perspective for me is this as big of a deal as I'm making it or you know, are we going to be okay? And I think that that's a huge part of our network, that that you know we can support each other and really, you know, put the positive in there. Well, you know, and you bring, and that's the reason. I'm, I and I, this is why I tell everybody, this is why I'm connected, is because I think about a. I would have never made it through my first year as a principal without being connected, oh, no. because I wouldn't have had anybody to turn to for advice or help or anything. And then I look at like what I went through over the last couple of weeks, and it's like my connected friends are the ones that walked me through it and helped me and talked to me. If I wasn't connected, I wouldn't have that kind of stuff. And, sorry, loud trucks. Welcome to Texas. Um, but, uh, it's just kind of that this is why we get connected is because we're able to surround ourselves with those people who encourage and push us you know um, you know one of the reasons why I it definitely struck a chord with me is because I felt like it was deja vu all again all over again for me um, you know I had an experience uh, early in my career I became connected and uh, you know, really push the envelope on a bunch of different things, and um, you know, of course, you know, in a district who wasn't there, you know, at the time or didn't really understand a lot of the things that was, were going on, uh, got a lot of criticism for it. And um, then when test scores came out, uh, our school, which is a, uh, a focus school in New Jersey, which is you know under the uh, watchful eye of the Department of Education, both New Jersey and federal and uh, we work with folks that are helping us turn things around. Uh, so we're under you know, a magnifying glass. And um, it was another principal who shared with me that uh, he was in a conversation with a board member who said basically, oh, yeah, he's doing all that great stuff, but uh, he hasn't, his scores aren't good, you know. And my colleague actually challenged him on that and, you know, really went through all, all the different indicators that there are and all the different factors that there, that there are. Um, and that's why when I was reading your, your, uh, your post, I just thought, wow, that's – and it's got to be happening to so many other people because test right. scores aren't everything. Uh, they, 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 like you said, they are something. Um, but there's a lot of things that are, that are at play here. So, I think it was really courageous, and I, and you know we all we love uh, Ben and, and 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 your PLN, and um, they're great guys, and I'm glad that they told you you know to to keep moving forward and post that because it, it really does strike a chord with us. Right. I think. Um, me, I just wanted to share. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I think for me one one of the most difficult pieces too is thinking about the judgment from the community and from the parents um, because 
it's one thing for us as educators to look at the situation and be able to evaluate it, but if you're not an educator in the system, your mind thinks that the scores are the only thing that define the education happening at the school. And so for me, finding creative ways to change that conversation and to get parents to understand what we exist to do as a campus is so much more than pass that one test. Um, that's been really good for me with a lot of the parents I've had to talk to, um, but there's so many that I don't get to talk to. And I think that's one of the things that, that I, I have to, I struggle with is, is wanting everybody to understand the big picture here and that, like I said, this is just a piece. I wanted to share some of the things that are being um, that are being talked about in the chat. We have a today's meet that goes on for a back channel during the podcast, uh -huh. and um, you know there a lot of the the conversation. Melissa Eddington is in there right now, and she's you know we're talking about how change is taking time, and that you know one year isn't enough. It's you know it it really is not the only you know the only indicator that first year just isn't it. And for me, it wasn't the second year either. You know, it's taking time. It just right. is, but I think one of the most important things that you know that we were talking about, but is also in this in the chat room, is that you know Melissa said we only hear about the successes. I want to hear about the struggles because it's real and it is. Yep, you're exactly right. And and I think too, I, I don't know if you if you ever really get there uh, because now when I look at it, I'm starting you know my fifth year. Um, at the school. I certainly could go back if I had a tape recording of uh, my first back-to-school night and all the things that I uh, promised and, and, and wanted the school to be, which was the, you know, the, the top school in the district, the top school in the county, and we could turn this around and we have awesome teachers and awesome parents and awesome kids and, and everyone was clapping and all that kind of stuff. And now I just feel like, well, that wasn't, I wasn't able to get that uh, but here are the other things uh, that we were able to get along the way. And uh, I was just doing a workshop on this the other day because I said if, if you want to have your it's, – it's that whole thing on you know, telling your story. You know, that's part of the story, but the other part of the story is the, you know, all these other things that are going on. So I think that's important too um, you know, when you look at like, how, do you, how do you frame that, how do you tell that story because I, I would guarantee you that those parents – appreciated what you did, they could tell in your heart that, that you're, you were in the right place. Uh, and I would, I wonder if, if they even are criticizing or if they're just probably sad to see you go. Well, <laughs> and you know, it's funny that you talk about telling your story because I think that was one of the game changers for us. Um, because even though we barely missed the mark, we have so much that has been shared out on our Twitter and Facebook and blogs and stuff that there's so much proof that learning happened at our school and that great things went on. And so it helps with that conversation as well, for sure, just because we continually told our story the whole year. That's extremely, extremely important. So um, so tell us about your new venture. Um, you're, you're in uh, so, professional development right now, and, and uh, you're soon to be getting back there, but you have an exciting new opportunity. Yes, so it's, okay, um, I was moved four blocks up the road to Webb Elementary. Um, our district did some restructuring and redistrict rezoning. Um, we had a pre-K-3 and then my campus, which was the 4-5. This next year, both of those campuses will be pre-K-5 campuses. Webb is about two and a half times the size of my old campus. 
And so the school board asked me if I would be comfortable taking over a larger school, bringing my staff with me, um, and kind of cutting that old web staff in half and moving them half over there and half combined with my staff. And when I got to bring my staff with me, I said, you know, I've grew these people together. Of course I want to bring them with me. Um, and so now I've got about 825 kids that I'm going to be working with and 44 teachers, um, which is a lot more than the 17 <laughs> I had before. Um, but we've the teachers came back on Monday, and we've been rocking and rolling the last five days, and it's been great. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of... Um, people very ready to start the year and see what we're going to be able to do having a finally pre-k-5 on the same campus but b bringing together two school families and making a new one all right i'm jumping in now because i'm going to forget if i don't i told spike i started putting things in the comments or in the <laughs> the chat so that i kept so that i could remind myself to talk to you so um so we, uh, when we were in uh, California, and then when we were in Chicago, we spent a lot of time collaborating with a lot of the other leaders who were there. And then Todd kind of jumped uh, continuously, and continuing on, um, jumped into a couple of ventures with some of the people that we were there with, and he's created some pretty cool things the last in month or so. <laughs> in all his free time. Um, and so uh, I just wanted to share a couple of those things with you um, and have you know Todd talk about them. The first one, um, let's talk about the Periscope thing yes. really quickly um, with so, Jeff. So, yeah, I got to meet Jeff Herb at Ed Camp Leader, and I've followed Jeff for a while, but he and I hit it off, and I love Jeff. He's a great guy, um, and he's based yes, out of Chicago. Yes, for sure. Um, and so Jeff was like, you know, I really want to see your school. He said, but I, I can't get down to Texas. And I said, I know, I want to see yours too. And then there's this Periscope app. He was like, why don't you just Periscope it? And he said, then I can Periscope my school. We can show each other our stuff. And I was like, that's brilliant. And then his idea was he's like, you know what? This is a great idea. Why don't we get like other educators to share their schools too? And then we can see schools from all over the world. And so from that idea um, was born Periscope Out. Um, and we had our first Periscope Out event last week. Um, and there were over 30 schools that uh, scheduled times and for 15 minutes at a time just showed off their campus, talked about some of the things that they were doing. Um, and we're going to take that and run with it um, and do different Periscope Out events throughout the year um, of people just showing off great practices, their environments, things like that. Um, and just using that another tool to really connect with and, and share learning. That's awesome. That's a really neat thing. Yeah, it, it was really, really neat. Yeah, Jeff's the man. He is a man. He's a he's a really good guy, and he has a lot of of things to share. Oh my god! Um, yeah, he that was another person that I was really fortunate um, that I felt really really glad that I met in person because, um, you know, great resource and just a, just a super nice guy. Yeah. You know, it's so nice to just meet really nice people. Yeah. And so speaking of really nice people, there was this other guy named Adam Welcome, and he thinks I'm a nice person. No, I'm just kidding. So Adam uh, has also been on our show a few times, or at least once, um, talking about his, his, you know, running his school from his mobile device. And uh, so Adam, we all went out to lunch one day, and we were hanging out, and we're all talking about how, you know, you know, we all have to get back to remembering about why it's about the kids. It's about the kids. It's about the kids. 
You know, we're not we're not remembering that. We're not doing it. And then somehow throughout that process, Adam was just Raz and Todd up and down and back and forth because he doesn't blog enough. So the two <laughs> of them decide they're gonna go back to they're gonna go back to the hotel and they're gonna write a blog together. So they do this blog and then it's the last day. And then all of a sudden we get this like press release that's like, hey, look at what we're doing. So why don't you tell us about that? Because it's pretty cool. So your story is dead on. So Adam and I wrote together and in, in ten minutes after being together we had an entire post written. Um, and it was just so easy, and we realized that our personalities are different, but we we write very well together. And I've never written with too many people, and it was it was just great. And Adam goes, you know what? Let's let's start blogging together. Let's create like this little theme or idea. And he's like, you know, all we do is talk about how much kids deserve it. Let's let's run with that kids deserve it idea. And so within 24 hours, we had a Twitter, a web page, a Facebook page, um, all this stuff going on, remind group, boxer groups. And, and so he, we, we were like, you know what? We really want to challenge people's thinking. We want to bring up conversations that people don't always bring up. We want to push people to do their best because our kids deserve us to be pushing ourselves. And as administrators, we should be pushing other administrators as well. Within a week, we had over 1,000 Twitter followers. Um, our blog gets over a thousand hits a day. It's been wildfire, like crazy. Um, and I think we've released a couple blogs. We've had two guest writers for us so far. Eric Wall, who was a graffiti artist and the keynoter at, at NASP, he and I hit it off, and he's blogged three times for us. Um, and so it's just been one of those super exciting adventures that we've got like six or seven more posts already written or started written. And it's just Adam has just been such a creative force that's gotten me refired up with my writing. Um, we're putting a book together uh, and we're just we're just taking this and running with it and having the best time. Um, and he's just been an incredible sounding board for me as well. But we've loved we, we use our Twitter account to share the post, but we also try to use it to encourage educators and to um, just put those thoughtful words out there for them to push them. Yeah, I've been I Adam was another one that that when we met, I mean, I feel like the whole group that we that we really hung around with at NAESP was just a massive, you know, a, an amazing connecting group. Yeah. And I, I really feel, you know, Amy Fadeji, Brandon Blom, um, you know, all of them, and especially Adam has, you know, they've really, I feel like we're really being pushed by these people. And it's, oh my God, it's such yes. a good feeling to have that support, but also to have that enthusiasm that just makes you want to go out and and do this, you know, to write these books and to write these blog posts and to create, you know, your Periscope out and to create the Kids Deserve It. And, you know, there were even other initiatives that we had all talked about doing while we were there that I'm sure are still sitting on the back burner, you know. There's just so much enthusiasm in some of these people that it's so inspiring. Yes. Yeah, that that that's some just some great stuff, and and once it, like we just really appreciate the stuff that that you put out there, the way that you connect with your PLN, and you know I'm quite sure that um, you know as you go along this year, uh, we're going to be able to you know follow and see the great things that and it's Web yeah. Web Elementary. Yep. Um, so we'll all be you know definitely uh, you know following along to see you know how things go and I'm curious to see how your cooperative grouping I know that you guys are in a um, you know a training right now oh, another train or <laughs> no that was a, a, a truck was that a uh, truck those are those are dually trucks yes okay. <laughs> um, you know, 
working on things like cooperative grouping and stuff. And, and I think a lot of times, you know, um, and that's what connected educators will say, it's not always about the technology, you know. Right. And uh, So that's exciting. Could you talk a, real quick about that, the, uh, the work that your teachers are doing they seem very excited about? Yeah, my district brought in Kagan, which I had heard of before but never been to anything, but everybody rant and raves about it, and it is absolutely an incredible training. They do a five-day training throughout the year, and my teachers are begging me to send them to the five days after just one day here, um, and it's just about wow. cooperative learning and how, it's, how different it looks than group work, because um, usually we think group work is, I mean, cooperative learning is putting them in groups and having them work together. And this is such an engaging model, and it's just, it's really opened a lot of our teachers' eyes to creative ways to have all the kids working together, collaborating, getting ideas, learning social skills, all these great concepts. I am loving this. Like, I want to go to the five-day training. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so once again, Todd, thanks for coming on. Where can we find you? What are some things that you have coming up? So because people um, they they love the stuff that you're doing. So tell us a little bit about some things that are coming oh, up. You can definitely follow my website, toddnesloney.com. My blog's on there, and and I blog about all the upcoming stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Tech Ninja Todd, um, but you can also follow the Kids Deserve It Twitter account, which is at Kids Deserve It or the Periscope Out Twitter account, which is at Periscope Out. Um, and so those will have updates as we do other events through those kind of things. Um, but yeah, you can just Google my name and find me anywhere. I'm pretty much on everything because I'm crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Teresa, so do you have anything? <laughs> yeah, Teresa, do you have anything for him? I don't. I'm so glad that you were able to come in and hang out with us. <laughs> it's always I am a good too. time. I love talking to you guys. <laughs> Poor guy's probably sweating so bad being on that. that <laughs> day. I always like, said I we're going to be 20 minutes. We're going a little over. I've got to get back in that AC. Yeah. <laughs> in our That's Voxer right. group, we, I always, I just, in the Voxer group that we're in, I always send like the heat index. I'm like, it's ridiculous. The heat index is 101 here, and Todd's like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yep, 112. Poor guy. Yesterday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, All right. You. Well, thanks again, uh, Todd, and thanks everybody. Make sure to follow us on uh, at Principal PLN and uh, check the hashtag Principal PLN. And uh, Teresa, can you take us out? I can. Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? 
You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E. 